FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast Show. Thanks for playing, man. I really appreciate it. We are going to look back at Atlanta and look ahead to Boston this weekend, where the Jet could possibly clinch a title. Uh, thank you to Yamaha and uh, all the bikes they give for us. Blue Crew, great guys. And uh, we're coming near the end of a supercar season, so that means we are going to give away a 2022 Yamaha YZ450F. Looking uh, forward to doing that. Also, uh, thank you to the folks at Fly Racing, Motorsport, Pro Taper, 100%, all on board with us. And Fly Racing, man, flyracing.com. Great guys, great company. They have gear that'll suit your needs. They got colors, they got styles, they got lots of stuff going on at Fly Racing and get it at motorsport.com, of course, as well. Thanks to the guys at Motorsport. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. They've got all the latest and greatest in stock ready to ship. They have a dedicated team of gearheads there to help you out. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to uh, help you out there, and uh, um, it helps us out as well. So, uh, yeah, like I said, Nicoletti, Villapoto, uh, the Pulp stuff, we're all on board with Motorsport.com. Great guys, and, uh, man, they'll help you out. And if you have any issues with Motorsport, any problems, you can use the contact form on pulpamex.com. Get us the uh, question, and I'll get it handled by somebody at Motorsport, 100%. Um, no problem in there. And again, 100%, uh, speaking of 100%, thank you to those guys. And also thank you to the folks at Pro Taper. We'll tell you more about them later on in the show. But let's get the experts on here to discuss how we did in a, the ATL and look ahead to Boston, shall we? All right. As I promised, the experts are on the line to discuss uh, Atlanta and, uh, and all that went right and wrong there, as well as look ahead to Foxborough. Uh, it's another day race as well. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not much. I am uh, exploring the New England area this week and uh, the early part of next week. So spring has sprung here, and I am ready for Foxborough. Have you seen KJ or Botton or any – JoJo, no. JoJo? Any? No, I haven't. I've been asking around. I've been yeah. asking around about, uh, you know, the legend, Scotty Cotta. Yeah, Scotta. And I'm uh, yeah. just, just getting a lot of strange looks. Uh, one guy looked like he wanted to beat me up. I don't know, really know why, right. uh, but that, that seems like just the standard response. <laughs> also on the line is Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? Hey guys, what's up? Yeah, um, I think I'm going to be a little, a little smarter this time. I'm, I got my bearings more together today. Yeah, you were very distracted slash rattled last pod. Um, <laughs> yes, I was. <laughs> uh, JT, uh, day race weather? Any problems? Any issues? Have we seen it? Have we looked into it? No, we're going to be good. We're going to be good. Uh, it's going to be chilly in the morning. No, no question about that. It's going to be chilly. But uh, I don't see any chance of rain or anything like that. So I think we should have a really nice afternoon. All right. Uh, up for grabs for Foxborough is a Justin Barsha jersey. Yeah, that's nice. That's a good one for sure. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, giving that away for somebody who wins uh, Foxborough. Um, all right, let's get into this. How do, we feel, how do we feel before we get into that too far? How do we feel about this trend of – the racers wearing like stuff that's not for sale, I, and this I don't. This is not a loaded question. I'm, I'm wow. more genuine, <laughs> genuinely curious mm-hmm. in your guys' opinions. I speaking do, of a Barsha jersey, right? I do not care. Yeah, uh, yeah. I uh, don't even. Well, think and about I don't it. mean yep. just the graphic. Like it's it's built different. It's different material. It's size different. Um, this is just more for for me. I'm curious, and and if you guys out there that are listening to this podcast have opinions, please. Tweet me or whatever yeah. because uh, it helps me because they're it is wildly different you know and it's not I'm not picking on a specific brand but they all kind of do this and it's nowhere near what the consumer can buy in graphic or build um, so I'm just always kind of wondering what the right move is there. My my opinion, I mean I, I've worked in apparel offices in the past obviously mm-hmm. and they and yeah the theory is always like hey we need to be putting our riders in the things that we have for sale available right now. But there is something to say about the attention that something new brings, which obviously there's brands like Alpine star that they do tons of that, right? They, they have so many things that are one off. So, but yeah, when it comes to fitting things, I think that's more just like the athletes you know, seeing th- what they can get on with. But, like literally, well, literally I see both sides, the attention that you get from a one off thing, promotes a brand right and you love it and the rider yep. wins or gets on the podium and you're like that's so sick and then you go and buy that gear but then again 
yeah, that's so sick. That's awesome. But I can't buy anything like this at all. So why do I buy that gear? Like, I literally see it both ways. I have no idea what's yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah. I, I tend to think the, the one-off graphic thing is cool for attention. I, sh- I think I struggle more with the fit side because when a person goes and buys that, they're like, I don't look anything like that guy. Like, they're, you know, they're, it's cool. I really think the innovation side is cool. But, like, they're like skin suits to do Yeah. Things. Like yeah. they are incredibly tight. Yeah. And then I think the customer goes and puts it on and it's kind of like hangs off you because you have to, right. To build a size, you, mm-hmm. you have to build this really wide ranging fit. Um, and it's just like nothing like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, anyway, no one needs to, on no one needs to see Barsha's uh, wiener, which is what's been going on lately. Like, well, it's so I tight. Mean it. I don't mean to pick No, but it's so yet. tight. It like, yeah, but, but that yeah. stuff is so tight. It's like, yeah, you're totally right. It's a skin suit these days. So, um, all right, uh, let's. That's not where I thought this podcast would go, but uh, no, let's let's get into it. Atlanta, uh, Roto with the big win, two sixty four. Uh, JT two thirty six. Me two thirty four. Marks two twenty three. Paul two oh seven. Dan one ninety two. And the Mulligan had a bad week, one thirty five for the Mulligan. Um, by the way, it's still. I got some time, but Roto right now is the um, April leader. So Roto doesn't count. Okay, then I'm the April leader. I don't know. I'm I'm okay. going against Where, Roto. How am I sitting in April? Uh, you sitting in April? You are se- you are th- uh, second, third. Oh, okay. Okay. Wait. Second. Roto doesn't count. Then you're second. Roto yeah. does not count. Okay. Then you are uh, nothing six- against Roto, but he's not one of the, the founding members of this. He you you are deal. sixteen back. Of you? Okay. Yes. I got so. some work to do. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, so Atlanta showdown time. Twenty six percent of teams only had eight in the main event. Pretty low, but that's low. That's low. low. Yeah, I mean Jordan Smith hurt a lot of people. I get that, but yeah, it's uh, that's still low to me. Uh, high score two eighty six, average score one eighty seven. Eighteen uh, percent of people picked a two fifty first to the finish line. It was Joe Shimoda. Point one got it right. That was probably Mrs. Shimoda. Fifteen uh, percent of people selected four fifty guy. Nine percent got it right, uh, which was uh, who was Barsha. It? Barsha. Um, Barsha. I did not pick either one. I had Craig selected at one point, but took it off because I just got scared. So I didn't have anybody for FFL. I feel, I feel like this is one of those weeks where it really pays to just stay away, right? Because every time I I choose one and then like it's some rando, I'm like, what are you doing? Like it's one in a twenty two chance. Blah blah blah. I walk through all these you know numbers, and then when I Stay away, and it's like the outlier that gets it. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know, like, nobody yeah. picked those guys. No, absolutely. Uh, all right. So, Nate Thrasher uh, won two of these speedways in Atlanta's last year, qualified second fastest, uh, 55% pick trend, and he rewarded everybody in that 55% with 42 points, top score in 250s, of course. With this being a showdown, points are, are, are lower than they Look were. At that pick trend. Holy yeah, cow. Yeah. Uh, Shimoda, 36. Cullen Park, 36. Rami Alves, 36. Blos, 34. Fry, 34. Swole, 32. Uh, for me, myself, um, I had Nate Thrasher because, yeah, he'd done so well last year. He qualified well. I'm like, well, I don't know, man. Maybe he just loves this place. So I went Nate Thrasher, 42 points. I also went with Mitchell Oldenburg, 32% pick trend. Uh, he got me 30 points. Didn't ride as well in the main as he did in the heat and just, uh, you know, um, Made made double points by two. Uh, I looked up Zombie Blows for sure. Uh, good job for Zombie to get 34 points. And honestly, uh, I saw two sections of whoops, so Swole was out. I was never going Munoz, Alves, or Park in a showdown. And, and out, out of those guys, actually, Alves had 33.5% pick trend. So I was never going those guys. Um, yeah, so just wasn't. And Shimoda? No, I wasn't going Shimoda either. So really, like when I look at the guys I thought of, it was only Zombie. Really, that that caught my eye that I could have picked. So I went to Mitchell Oldenburg, and I went with Hunter Lawrence as my all star. He maxed out at twenty six. That was um, I don't know why. I think I was just on Hunter the whole time, and I just thought it would work out. My last pick was uh, where it all went wrong. Uh, Josh Verizzi. He's a seven handicap. He qualified inside uh, the top twenty two. Uh, he's on a factory bike. He got passed on the last lap of the heat for the last spot in the main event. By a Mr. Hardy Munoz, which should never happen. And that wasn't great. But I thought, well, he'll get in the LCQ. And he pulled the whole shot and went down the first turn. Hardy deserves some props. That that boy can qualify. He he puts her in the main. No, he does. He does. He got filled the same way, right, (laughs) a couple weeks ago. Um, 
And then uh, and then Varese rode his balls off in the LCQ to come from way back to missing it by two. There was like six guys going for two spots by the end of the race. Uh, by the way, I, did, I didn't read the pick. So I had three out of four in. Um, pick trend, Thrasher, Oldenburg, Hunter Lawrence. So I had the top three pick trends as well. And then and it was Craig and Forkner. You guys were high on Forkner on the review pod. Uh, I wondered about his uh, ability to jump into race pace, and I thought I may be proven pretty wrong after that heat because that was amazing, but it did seem to catch up to him in the main event. Only 28 points for Forkner, which is not bad. Uh, when I say only 28, it, that's not a, not a terrible result at all, but I do give myself some credit for swerving on that one. Uh, guys who burn people, Jordan Smith, 13.4% pick trend, DNQ. He was in position in the LCQ, and his bike broke two laps from the end under the tunnel. So that was a big one, and the next guy was Verizzi at 10.9% that burnt people for the showdown. I, with JT, we did the fly racing pit show, and I said, play it safe, everybody. Don't go for the Alves and the Fries and the Hardy Munozes and all that because, you know, there will be some in there, but who knows who they are. But I also thought Verizzi was safe. I really did. I know he's a seven handicap, but I'm like, dude, he's on a factory bike and all that. So Yeah, but he hasn't, he hasn't really been a week-in and week-out top ten guy. That's what I looked at. He's been close. That's, so, but close I mean, will get you exactly what it got you. All right. His last, you want to hear his last three finishes before the, the shootout? Yeah. 8, 12, 10. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's a top 10 guy average. Right, right. Uh, anyways, uh, so JT, who'd you they have? Took, they took nine, and he was average 10, which will get you zero. Yep. But yep. I, <laughs> it's not. A, it wasn't a terrible pick. I just – I wasn't as sure about it ah. as maybe you were. Yeah, I, I was like, I think this is going to be good. I think for easy I, – I, yeah. when he got into the main, I didn't think he'd get a top 10 in the main, but I thought he would get yeah. around 10th or 12th in the main, and he's a seven handicap. So I'm like, I'm pretty good there. So uh, literally thought I was playing a pretty safe freeze. All right, JT, go ahead. I had Thrasher, as did uh, most of America, and I never really considered taking him off. Like, it wasn't much of a thought, as the high pick trend would indicate. Um, I had Austin Forkner, and I a little take uh, umbrance with you saying you deserve credit for swerving there. I mean, he's still got 28. You know, he's like yeah, in the I, top no, 10 I said that. of high scores. Right. You did. You said I deserve a little bit of credit. No, but I also said 28 him. is fine. It's not a disaster. I just okay. thought race pace, missing that much time, I wonder how he's going to do in a race. Like, yeah. But well, after, I, and I think, I think he did like on the back end of the range for him on that day. Like I think it could have been much, much better. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought after the heat, I'm like, this dude could be in the box tonight. Yeah. So. Uh, I had Hunter, and um, I had him to be on the podium. I wrote about it on Thursday. I didn't think he was going to win, but uh, I did I did have him on my podium, especially as rain became more and more likely. And, yeah, so that was an easy one. And then my final pick was March Banks. And my real question here, and, and I blame myself for picking him, but do you guys think or do you know, does March Banks think this is going well? Well, yeah. Oh, I hope not. A few races ago. I said, it hasn't been the season you wanted, and he corrected me and said, well, I've got three-fourths. And I said, okay, like, all right. Okay, that, that helps me answer the question, because I think it's been an unmitigated disaster. Um, I don't think the riding is, and I, I don't want those two things to be confused. The riding is great, but the results are not. And uh, go ahead. I, I was totally staying away from him this weekend because, yes, he is fast, I don't think mentally he's a great racer. And with a showdown and him being angry and him wanting to show everybody and him wanting to prove a point and him wanting to be the man and show people, that leads to mistakes and he tries too hard. And I completely was like, I am out on him on the showdown because he is going to walk in with the idea that he's going to crush it. And then he's going to make like mistakes. Like walking in like, uh, like uh, Conor McGregor. That right. Yeah. Of him walking. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't, I, um, mentally, I don't think – he gets rattled and flustered, and uh, yeah, he's fast. Yeah, I, but, I agree. Yeah. With, I agree with those things, and I'll tell you why I picked him. Uh, if, if you've ever been to club, which I know you have, the dirt is almost identical yep. to what those guys were racing on Saturday afternoon. Yep. Bigger track, clay with a tiny bit of sand in it. It was just—it's just everything that club is. And I'm like, man, he should be so good here on this type of dirt in this situation. You know, he's going to want to have something to prove. So kind of worked against, like. What you were staying away from is kind of what was luring me in. Um, 
I'm just frustrated. Like, he frustrates me watching him because I want to pick him. He's like the forbidden fruit where it's like, damn, yeah. he's so good, and then it's just like a, a cataclysm of mistakes every time he goes out there. Yep, yep. So that was my perfect, my uh, two-bitty team. Excuse All me. right, well, but at least you got four in. Uh, I only got three in. Yeah, I know, but, like, March Banks kept me from having a great day, and it's ha- that's not the first time this has happened. You go back to, like, Anaheim 2 where he doesn't qualify. You know, it's, it's been that type of – year for me with him you know just every time i'm like man he should be great here and then he doesn't qualify and he like in the lcq he runs into the back of that guy on the first lap for no reason you know like it could have been a one one of the anaheims yeah. either one or two yeah. but it's just like come on man like you yeah. are so much better than your results indicate he, and you are bringing me down he was dead 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 last and came the way to 14th and looked like he was riding pretty well but yeah the damage was done so again the riding yeah. isn't the problem yeah. that's what that's why i pick him right all right paul um, so yeah, I had I had a similar team to you guys, and and I was actually in the TLD truck hanging out with Will and uh, Tyler Keith when I was doing my team, and and the three I I wasn't taking off were the same three you guys had. I had Thrasher, I had Forkner, and I had Hunter Lawrence. Like you, Steve, I just we we'll talk about it more later. But after diving into the handicaps um, this week and yeah, getting them ready for this and looking at results, like there's a little correlation I think with the guys that race outdoors. Um, on these speedway tracks, and you'll see it more in the 450 class compared to the guys that are just the Supercross guys, like the you know Cade Clayson and Starling, and and I feel like the, the these outdoor guys like John Short, um, Henry Miller, they had a better a better weekend at at Atlanta because of that track. So um, yeah, for reasons for that reason, kind of, uh, I was on Hunter Lawrence, and he maxed out. Um, Nate Thrasher was a great pick as well. Um, and, and yeah, Forkner wasn't coming off my team either. I just thought there was a lot of upside with Forkner. I was feeling confident after the heat race. I was like, yes, I know he's been riding. I think he's going to come out and do well, no pressure, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you a little bit, Steve and JT, like 28. Okay. But I really thought we were going to get more. Um, and then, and then the debate was my fourth guy. Like I just did not know who to put on my team as the fourth guy. I wasn't comfortable with any of the double digit handicaps that ended up making it like park and Alves and, and Munoz. Um, so yeah, the TLD guys swayed me towards Enzo Lopes. Um, and yeah, he had a little bit of a rough St. Louis, but prior to that, I mean, he was a solid top 10 guy. He's been an all-star. Um, I thought at a three, he could be top 10. I thought that would be decent points, but, uh, he got 15th and we missed double only got 11. So yeah, that was, um, my fourth guy really just didn't pull through totally, but I did have four at least, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Dan had a good team, uh, but Jordan Smith caught him. He had Thrasher, Blos, and Freckle. That's a solid team, but yeah, not having 26 points from your all-star is where he went wrong. And for Roto, he had Forkner, Hunter, Thrasher, and Oldenburg. So um, there you go. That was yeah. a pretty pretty solid like uh, team there. Uh, all right, uh, four fifty wise. Let's go fantasy points first. Henry Miller fifty two, Chiz thirty eight, Troll thirty eight, Bloss thirty eight, Freddie thirty six, John Short thirty six, Hartraff thirty four, Webb twenty six, uh, uh, All Star Anderson outdoor 26. guys. All these outdoor guys. Yeah, Sexton twenty six. So we actually had all we had uh, four All Stars max out. Uh, pick trend was Troll, 40%, Freddie, 37%, Sexton, 29%, Sh- Brandon Shaw, 27%, Hartraff, 24%, Cooper Webb, obviously uh, Brandon Shaw, 27%, DNQ, that hurts. The next guy down was Tristan Lane. I believe that Dan had him at 10.9%. Uh, my, me, myself, I had Troll Train. It was, uh, I've, been, I've been totally opposite of JT. I've been getting points from Troll Train. I've been on the on the weeks where he's crushing it. JT's been on the weeks where it's hurt him, and Troll Train came through for me. Uh, Twelve uh, eight handicap after his crappy uh, St. Louis ride, so his handicap went up, and I picked him, and he got twelve. Then he got me thirty eight points. I wasn't going Henry Miller. I believe Henry qualified in the top twenty two, but uh, um, I wasn't going Henry Miller. There was no way. But congrats to three point five percent people who did and got Henry Miller out of fifty two. I mean, it was a pick because he was in the top twenty two, so it was a legit like. You know, I'm a move to pick Henry Miller. Uh, Alex Martin, 38. Benny Bloss, I went off of him last week. He still scored well for you guys in his return last week, but he got more points this week with that 38. He was uh, had to go through the LCQ, and he was 6th or 7th in the LCQ, but he rode up into it. Good job for Benji. Uh, I had Hartraft because Hartraft is just good for 28 to 36 points every single week. So I went Hartraft for 34. Good job for that. My all-star was Webb. He was back from injury. Uh, Chiz, 38. Wasn't really looking at Chiz because he had a 
crappy practice. Uh, I got two laps in, and of course he gets eighth in the main because he's just chill. This explains, which explains his pick trend because people just look at practice times. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He was twenty seventh overall, I believe. Uh, and Freddie Norman's been killing it lately, but I don't believe I could pick Freddie. I think I picked him last week. Uh, and John Short, good job for John Short, but I wasn't picking him either. So uh, JT. Uh, so I had Alex Martin, and he finally worked out for me. It just um, it has not been a successful bond. Oh, I, I thought you had him last Martin. week when he knocked himself out, and you were continuing to be mad at him. Okay. All right. Good nope. job. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Okay. Uh, yeah, I picked him this week. And uh, 38, I'll take it. Second high score. Um, I had Freddie, and Freddie and I have had a long, uh, tumultuous relationship as well. But this time it worked out. So <laughs> two for two on, uh, yeah, the, the uh, tough – Tough marriages. Um, I had Justin Brayton, and seventh place was kind of where I thought he would be. I was hoping, you know, he'd sneak up and get a fifth or something like that, but uh, you can't be mad at seventh. Fine. He's a, he's a solid pick. You know, he's crashed more this year than I think I've ever seen him crash, but I still feel safe. Like, he has a very warm embrace, and just, you know, like he wraps his big arms around your fantasy team, and you just feel safe there. Mm-hmm. And then I had uh, Cooper Webb as my all-star and uh, was never really in doubt of not getting 26. So my all, my 450 team yeah. was uh, wow. pretty great. That's no a good team. Real stress. Yep. yep. Any, uh, any, uh, any flirtations with Henry Miller? No, no. Cause I just don't, I don't trust him to be honest. I really don't. Yeah. Um, I did look at his name and I'm like, eh, yep. like I had these other guys that I, I knew Amart would qualify. I knew Freddie would qualify. Like, you give that track and you right. look at the class. And I'm like, I don't know if Henry Miller's going to qualify. He could. Yeah. But I don't know if he's going to or not. And I know I was the one preaching take a bunch of risk. But when it really came down to it, I didn't have to. Like, I didn't have to stress yeah. about Miller. Like, I would have probably, I don't know, man. I would have maybe gone another direction before I went Henry Miller in that scenario. So. Right. I looked at the uh, top 22, and I'm like, okay, look, we got, we got Char 13th fastest, right? We got Tristan Lane. I'm like, okay, who's outside the top 22? Well, we, I, Brees is getting in for sure. Kyle Chisholm's getting in for sure. I think A-Ray's in for sure. So I was bumping three guys, and I literally bumped Char, Lane, and Miller out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that Char you know. pick burned a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of where my thinking was. Oh, and I was thinking Moran's, too, was going to get in, too. So. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Brandon Char. I don't know what's happening with him and the whoops, but it was not good. And uh, it's the only thing that kept him out of the out of the main event. Yeah, surprising. I'm happy to talk about that. Okay, go ahead, Paul. <laughs> so yeah, I, J, I, JT, I actually thought you had Shard based on what we were texting about during the main event, but um, I had Alex Martin on my team, and Steve, I've kind of been with you. I've avoided the bad weeks of Amart and uh, avo- and and been there for the good weeks. So um, me and Amart are homies fantasy homies mm-hmm. and he got put up a lot of good points for me i went freddie norn after that my cooper webb i'm sorry my all-star was cooper webb and that was never coming off i just didn't see how on this planet earth he would be worse than seventh and not get 26 and that was pretty easy um and then yeah so all the debate came with just two guys for me um and he, one in each class and i did go brandon char um he qualified well i know he's a good starter um his speed was there he qualified at daytona when the class was harder I liked his heat race. It, it all kind of lined up, but like JT said, like he was blitzing in practice and I know the whoops get harder and, but I, I feel like he just made the decision like, Hey, the whoops are sketchy or maybe someone from his class, like from his team told him, Hey, the whoops are sketchy, but he just chopped the throttle going into those things on the first lap. He went from first to fourth in one lap and then fourth to fifth or sixth or something. Then was pushing the guy across the finish line to get fourth, but God, the whoops just killed him. And, yeah, in hindsight, it would have been a lot easier for me to pick Chiz, but I just saw so much more opportunity with Cher at a, what was he, um, whereas at a 14 compared to Chiz at a four. Like, looking at that on paper before the racing starts, I'm like, God, that's a big difference. Well, and the last time we so, had a speedway race, Daytona, he made it, right? So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was I was weighing all those things, and then I also told myself, hey, you can't win being a pussy. Like, I'm trying to, I'm not trying to be April champion of the, of the experts leagues. Like I want to win. I want to win the whole damn weekend. So, uh, yeah, didn't work out. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> poke, poke. Uh, wow. I mean, look, and how you, how you win is you become February champion, March champion, and then you come April champion. That's how you, you know, slowly <laughs> brick by brick, you build the, 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 the dynasty, Paul. But, um, 
stacking hey, blocks over there. Yeah. Uh, so um, we don't have Dirty Al's lead pipe locks. There was controversy with Dirty Al yet again, but we have figured it out. No. Yeah, and, no. And, 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 no, 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 no. There was controversy, <laughs> but Dirty Al did the right thing and uh, included Dan's picks into his uh, – into his uh, standings, but I do not have them in front of me, and so that is unfortunate. But uh, yeah, we'll go into uh, random I winners. Can tell you what my score was? Uh, yep, random winners. Yeah. Uh, Twenty-five dollar motorsport dot com gift card. Archer three one five. Oh, that might be Tony Archer. No. Does he play fantasy? Three one five. Well, no, it says no, T Archer. Wasn't he always two eighty five or something? I don't know. It just says T Archer. Okay. Uh, all right. So Archer three one five wins a uh, twenty-five dollar motorsport dot com gift card. And our jerky prize pack is T. Cranston. T. Cranston, thanks, guys, for playing. And, again, thank you to Fly Racing and Motorsport.com. I talked about them off the top. But thank you to Pro Taper as well. The ACF bar is out and being used by a lot of riders out there, including uh, I saw Chad Reed had an ACF bar on his 252 stroke, and he was claiming that was his championship bike. And I was going to point that fact that those are not your championship bars. But I didn't say anything. But he does have the ACF bar on his bike, uh, the first carbon fiber reinforced aluminum handlebar from Motocross. Uh, it's got the carbon core system in it. It's got more room on the bar for your controls. Uh, it's got the, it's the lightest of one and one eighth Motocross handlebar out there. It's seven thousand series aluminum um, as well. And uh, yeah, so thanks to the guys at Pro Taper, uh, Rockstar Energy Husqvarna, Star Racing Yamaha, using Pro Taper sprockets, grips, bars, all of that. ProTaper.com. Get it at your local dealer or Motorsport.com. And, of course, the guys at 100%, we give away goggles each and every week as well as a season-ending prize from the folks at 100%. Pulp22 is the code to save with those guys. Uh, and, again, at Ride100% on social. They got all the riders. I can name their riders, but they got all of them. Webb, Ferrandez, Mo- Marvin, the Lawrence Brothers, AP, Monster Star Yamaha, Hep Suzuki, Antonio Caroli. Uh, visit 100%.com forward slash pulp or use pulp22 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. Uh, the official eyewear of our fantasy where you can win a goggle each and every week. And they got some really cool um, uh, uh, casual wear, mountain bike gear, uh, things like that, uh, sport uh, sport performance sunglasses, all that at 100%.com. So um, we're going to go into our picks for Boston. As JT said, it is a day race. Uh, the weather should be good. Uh, 250 class, 250 East is picking back up. The Jet will probably clinch this weekend. Um, Forkner is now a four. He was at two. No. Okay. Minus four. Minus, yeah, sorry. He's minus, he was minus two. Now he's minus four. Um, I'm completely out on a minus four. But really? I think, yeah, I, I think I am. But I think that's still not a bad pick. You're going to get some points. He's going to finish sixth or better. I just don't know how much higher. Uh, but, Paul, let's start with you because you did these and you loaded them into the system. Who do you like? Well, I like the Chiz. Um, uh, he was fourth at St. Louis. He raced Atlanta, obviously. He did well in the 450 class. He's back on his star bike, um, which has been hard to track. Like, he's switching classes all over the place, and a lot of these guys are too, which is hard to track for us, FYI. But um, I like the Chiz at a minus two. I still think he's going to be – he'll be top six. Um, I can't pick Forkner, but I still would pick him at a minus four. Like, I think he gets a trophy, and that's a fair amount of points still. Um I right now I have Max Bolin on my team. I know there's I have no history or no results to back this decision up, but I just gotta think that the shit has hit the fan and he <laughs> has to do it. Well, <laughs> so Roger, right now, right does, now he's on my team because his handicap's fat. Does Roger uh, take him to the race? I don't even know. Does Roger remember that he rides for him? I, yeah, who knows? It's not I, good. I don't even know that Roger knows what number he is, if, honestly, if you would ask him. Yeah. Um, but right now he's on my early team, and, and I do have Alves on my early team. So I know he crashed out of the race because his triple clamps broke, but at a 10, he got 10th at St. Louis. Um and he maxed out, I believe, so his handicap dove. But who's to say he can't go get 10th again and try to get 52? So the tough part with picking Alves is you cannot let practice time sway you. like Because he ain't going to practice very well. But the dude shows up and races. Um, so, yeah, and there's some others on this list, though. But, let's, JT, who do, you, who do you like? What's Alves that handicap at? What's his handicap 10. at? 10. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. He got 10th at St. Louis. I'll be honest. Okay. Yeah, he got uh, he got twenty first last week, obviously, but he had issues. I don't like any of these picks. 
to be uh, to be real fair. Um, nothing, and, and I say that just because nothing jumps off the page, which may be good, but there's nothing here. I'm just like, man, I gotta pick him. Um, I kind of echo a lot of the comments that Paul made. Um, Forker to me is interesting because I do think he gets top four this weekend. So it's not horrible, but again, you have to realize where your ceiling is too. You know, you're, you're going to cap out in the low thirties, like even, you know, as good as it can go, it's not going to be fantastic. Um, I like Chiz. Yeah. You know, I think he gets five, six, seven, something like that, you know, with Forkner being back, but man, the rest of this is such a crapshoot. Like, I could make a case for and against so many of these guys. No, no, um, no. It's easy. No? It's easy. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, fill no, me is, in there, uh, Nostradamus. Well, as a February and March champion, uh, let me weigh in here a little bit. I think I'm scared of Max Volan. 100% scared of Max Volan, but that could really yeah, work out I well. Can, I can how, see that. <laughs> how does he not get a, an eighth or a ninth? How? I mean, he, he could get fucking fifth. Well, or sixth okay, the, this week. But okay, but wait, wait, wait. Problem. One session. He didn't even make a night show last week. One session in the mud in Atlanta, okay, on a weirdo track, yeah. and a triple crown where he got a bad start in the LCQ. Like, the, and he's coming off a long injury. There's been a couple of things that have been weird. There's no excuses for him not not making the night show. But if there are any excuses, yeah. those two things are certainly a reason why. They carry some weight, and, yeah, and that's and, why. And how is he not fresh and ready to ride? Also, oh, oh, that's so, what we're going with. I mean, that, fresh. I just, I don't, I don't think we've ever like said, oh, he's just got blazing speed. Um, but so, like, I would like to see him in a in a fifteen minute race, like, so we could see his fitness a little bit. But he hasn't got there yet. So, right. yeah, I'm with you, Steve. It's risky, but I I uh, like him if he makes the main event. I think Fry has turned it around a little bit. Obviously, the showdown wasn't great, but that was a stacked field. But his two races before that were pretty good. He's a nine. I like that. Marshall Welton, I like that nine yep. as well. I think Marsh can get in. Uh, he wasn't in, in the spot in in Atlanta in a showdown, and he went down in that turn that got everybody, where Chase went down and Craig went down. Um, so I like Marsh, and I like Fry. I think you can look at Jeremy Hand. He's a 10. Is that is that Walton's nickname, Marsh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Sure. I didn't know that. Well, Marshall, Marsh. Did anybody else know this, or is this something you just came up with? No, 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 yeah. No, people call him Marsh. Okay. Yeah. Um, like okay. Jeremy Hand, Steve? At a ten, I, I think I like Fry and Marshall enough to 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 go with that over the one. Yeah, I think. I'd what about? Go, I'd rather go Alves in both of those two. Really? Okay, I think so. I don't. I don't think Fry has shown us anything to be excited about. Well, his last two rides were decent. Like he last got week was not decent. Well, no, that was a showdown. So that you take he still made it in a showdown. That's still a race. And then the other weekends he got um, eight points, which is what thirteenth, uh, twelfth, and then a fourteenth. Give give me his list of results this year, and I'll tell you why I'm not. You, you ready? Chair Pry, Chair okay. Pry, yes, yeah, please. Yeah, uh, 15th at St. Louis, 20th at Atlanta, obviously, 17th at Indy, and then a DNQ at Detroit. I don't have anything in front of that. No, he... he, he yeah, he there made... were a lot of DNFs in front of that. He... I had him on my team. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. So Hold 20, on. 15, 17. 20, to, to, 21, to 19, 20, with... DNQ, 17, 15, 20. So 17, 15. I remember those rides. Oh, wait, hold on. Whoa. You can't just cherry pick those two. Getting like better. There's a lot of 19, 20, yeah, he's getting, getting better. Getting better and made the showdown. Like, you know, it wasn't easy to make a showdown. Yeah. Right, but but the point is, what did he get last week? In the showdown? 21. Or yeah. 20. 20. 21. 21. 20. 20. We got 20. Pretty but, much DNF, right? That's the problem. Well, he didn't beat anybody. Al's got 21. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just saying his problem is he's crashing and he's not doing well. That's what he did again last week, right? I know you're saying he got in the race, but if he gets in the race this week and did, does what he did last week, you know what happens? Your team sucks. Got 15th that's, at St. Louis. That's the problem. Got 17th at Indy. And then he DNF'd again. I think he finished, but maybe, yes, only beat one guy. Right. That's uh, what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I'm just, I don't, 
Like, you're, like, kind of making it like he's coming around, and I don't know, man. I just see the same thing. Is he capable of getting 10th? Absolutely. That's why I kept picking him in the beginning of the year. But something's going on. Like, I don't know if it's a mental block or what it is, but he is having a hell of a time getting, you know, his ability down on paper at the end of the main event. So you like Alves and Hand? No, I don't like Hand. Oh, okay. All right, all right. No. What about, can we talk about Jack Chambers? Osborne will be there this weekend working with Jumpin' Jack, <laughs> Jelly Bean Jake, Jelly Bean Jack. I, mean. I don't know enough about him. He looked great at St. Louis. I'll give him that. Really, really good. Um, but that's, that's about as much as I've ever watched him. Um, I, I just don't know enough there. I haven't seen enough consistency to, to make me want to, to pick him. Yep. Well, he got 17th at St. Louis, but wasn't that really his only result? I, I think he made one other yeah. main previous to that, but he, but he was last in the main event, I think. Right, and that, that's what worries me. Like, if he was a 16, I think the juice might be worth the squeeze. But at a 12, man, like, yeah. you gotta be you got to be qual- a qualifier to be a 12. Okay. So I got two more. I got two more for you. Yeah. Um, he, he got 13th at St. Louis um, when his handicap was a 13, so he maxed out. He's now an 8. Uh, Josh Cartwright? So maybe there's something there, and I think we don't have a lot of data on this next guy, but Max Miller returned at St. Louis, and he went straight into the main event. He got 19th. His handicap is a 13. Neither one of those guys were in the showdown main event, but two more guys I think that are worth consideration. Yeah, Mac, the field was thin last year, but Max was better in the mains last year. Uh, or he's, he was in the mains anyways, I meant to say. Uh, yeah, Marshall Welton didn't make uh, the showdown, and Marshall Welton didn't make the Triple Crown. But again... Weirdo races, but before that, he had made, uh, yeah, just about everything. 13, 18. Yeah. So Hardy Munoz is an eight. He seems to find his way in the main event. He didn't make it at the Triple Crown at St. Louis, but before that, he was 14th if, and 20th. He's, you, an eight. He's an eight. If you want to live life, you know, snorting cocaine, pick Hardy and Rami Alves. Really? Oh, <laughs> I don't. Is it, I don't. I don't think Alves deserves to be in the so. same conversation. Hardy no. Munoz deserves his own like special place. Yeah, okay. Alves is not nearly as erratic on the track. But no, the he's scary not. part about Alves he's not is not sketchy at all. Yeah, the scary. The only scary part about Alves is you don't have a good practice time to look at. That's it. That's it. He, the dude is. He's like John Short. Just he, add five. I li- and he's going to at least do better than five. I lo- uh, I saw of, him. Of I saw him army team. crawling off the track at Atlanta Speedway. So obviously he made a yeah, mistake. Yeah, when your when your shit snaps in half, what are you going to do? <laughs> I believe the shit snapped in half from a crash. I don't think it snapped you know, he in half. He jump. It's not. It's not like he was jumping across the desert three hundred feet. So you I'm not saying thirty yeah. foot right. You think that you think that he he just crashed and that you don't think that the uh, whatever cluster here. I'm not claiming <laughs> right, had nothing to do with like it was all him. Like he screwed up and then it was such a big mistake that well, he broke his bike. It was a mistake. It wasn't his mistake. <laughs> he made a mistake to well, make I'm his clamps broke. I'm just saying. I, I, oh, I um, Alves is not there, there is I'm only out. one Hardy. There is only one Hardy for sure. Yes. But yeah. Alves isn't exactly just a rock out there. I don't know, man. I don't. I don't, I don't like that. Watch I don't Al's like that. Race and okay, yeah, right. I've never watched Alves race and be like, man, he is sketchy. Ra- Rami's Rami's a lock. Dude. All right, Rami's a rock. All right, no, yeah. not no, a lock. Sorry, I mean, he's a rock. Yeah, like you're lumping him in with A Ray and guys like that. Like I don't believe that to be true. Yeah, um, he's just bad at doing one lap. Is all. What else <laughs> we got? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know, See, man. What, my only my only. Question with this when you go, short, oh, this is easy. I don't think it's easy. I really no. don't. I, I take, I take exception to that. So you guys, what about all star? You guys like Forkner at a minus four. I don't love it. I mean, it. yeah. The problem with this not being easy. Yeah. Yeah, a little, a, a little, little bit. Pick, the I problem do. is, if, what's he max out, JT? If he wins the race, he would get eighteen points for getting fourth. So what, what's eighteen times two? What, that's that's his ceiling. That's the problem. That's what JT brings up. And 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 yeah, if he finishes sixth, he's only getting tenth double. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, yeah, I don't I don't think he I don't think he's winning, but I can definitely see him on the box. So, um, what is what is what does Max Volan got to do to oh, make you pick him? Like, where has he got to be in the times? If he's a if he's a tenth, tenth quickest. Oh. I, I don't know, man. I just yeah, I mean, I'd like normal. 
I, I, I almost will settle if he has a top nine gate pick for his heat race. So what is that? 18th in practice. Okay, all right. Yeah, that might be where I settle, yeah. yeah. I, I got to feel like it's coming around, right? right. Like he, he's got to be like, holy shit, I'm right. a factory KTM guy and I haven't been in two main events. Yeah. Um, uh, I think you can look at Cartwright. I don't know what happened to him at the showdown, but he's been pretty good, and he's a uh, eighth. Um, all right, uh, Michael Hicks possibly. Oh boy, Michael Hicks got a ride. He, I mean, he's an he's an eight. His last three finishes are fourteen, sixteen, twenty-two, not counting the showdown. Yeah. So he's an eight. I don't know. Somebody told me he was just happy to make the main, and from there he wasn't really caring. So that kind of scared me away. You know. I agree. I, I, I believe I see that in, in his riding a little bit, too. So, yeah, I think yeah. I'm with you. Uh, all right. Uh, All-Stars, I like Oldenburg. I can't pick him, but I like that at a five. Uh, I'll probably go RJ at a three or Brown at a four. I'll probably go back. Pierce just had some rough times. But, Paul, what do you like for All-Stars? Yeah, I like Oldenburg. That's who I have right now. Um, sure, you can go Pierce. Pierce can be hot or cold, as we all know. Um uh, I mean, do you think Jet's going to win the race? It is it is title time, but he's really good. If he wins, he maxes out. He's not a minus or anything. So, yeah, you can consider him. Um, maybe Jace Owen at an eight. I would think top nine is pretty doable, and that's 26. But eh, it's, I don't know. All-stars are a little tricky. Yeah, we lost, uh, we lost Phil, who was ahead of him in points. Um, we lost... Uh... Uh, McAdoo, who was ahead of him in points, so yeah, he's getting he's getting in the mix, right? Um, JT All Stars. Yeah, I think I'd just go uh, make it easy. Either go Pierce, or if you're a little scared of that, just go Jet. Not RJ. Uh, I don't. No? I don't know, man. RJ just crashes too much for me. Yeah, Pierce Brown. Though? Like I know he, right. I, I know he can win. Yeah. I just I I don't trust it. I really don't. Um, I want him to win. Well. I have business reasons for him to win, but I just don't think that I need to take that risk. Pick Oldenburg, everybody, if you can. Yeah, I agree. That's a great pick for an all-star. Because he doesn't crash like RJ and Pierce. Sure he does. Wow. I mean, maybe not like them, but he does crash. Well, of course. But I think that those guys – Oldenburg's a higher handicap, and and those guys will beat Oldenburg if they stay upright, but – that's not a guarantee. Oldenburg's pretty steady, so I really like that Oldenburg pick at a five. Um, I got one. I got one more thing to bring up. Do you think Styles will be back? I, I saw him at Atlanta. He looked pretty healthy, but he didn't ride, and he is on the entry list, so he's a zero. Does he come back and race? Can anybody tell me what was wrong with him? I can't really get, figure that out, right? I, or do you? I got, can't. No, I can't. Yeah, right. Um, you can't, as in you know, but you can't tell me, or you can't, you don't know. Oh, I, I don't know. Right. Um, he de- he podium Daytona again, so there is that. Um, I don't JT. What do you think of Styles if he if he lines up? Yeah, I'd love to pick him if he if he races. I just don't. I, he posted something right, and then did he did he not say exactly what was wrong? I don't remember. Yeah, I remember him posting that he wasn't racing, but I don't. I wasn't sure why. I'm gonna be. Su- I can't remember why. I'm gonna be super bitter. But uh, can you go Varese at a two? Um. I mean, you can't have him highlighted on my little list here, but it's, yeah. there's not a ton of upside. We went over his last three yeah. finishes, 8, 12, 10. Yep. So, I don't know. Yep. Yep, you're right. All right. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock, Pulp 22 at checkout. Just in honor of JT, I'll go uh, Jarrett Fry. No, I won't. No, no. I'll go Max Volan. Roll the dice. Mm. Yep. Uh, all right. FFL. Anybody look at the track map and is that a, is that an option? Yeah, just for Dan. I, ha- I have it, I have it open and it is a long way. I mean, three, four full lanes and a short lane to get to the finish line. It's actually it's actually a short start this week though, uh, much to the chagrin of Steve Mathis. It's a short start this week. So, do you go jet because it's almost a full lap? Uh, I honestly I, I kind of worry like. Is he going to really have urgency to lead the first lap on a title weekend? I don't know. All right. Fair enough. I, I think I'll stay away. RJ could be a solid pick. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. 450s. Boston, Foxborough, whatever you want to call it. I think if you call, I think you live there, you got to call it Foxborough. But for people who don't live there, you got to call Boston. Um, Brayton's a minus one now. Uh, not still, still a good pick, right, guys? 
Brayton, yeah. Like still? Yeah, it's not terrible. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. losing a little bit out there, but it's it's fine. Yep. It's 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 still something. I think there's better out there, yeah. Uh okay. Uh let's do this. Uh anybody know about McElrath? Anybody got any any idea? I'd like to pick McElrath out of five. But... I do not. Okay. Uh Cade's bike broke, so his handicap went up, I would assume. Um yep. so that's not a bad pick at a seven. It's kind of been a little higher than that lately. Yeah, I like I like Kate. I have him on my short team right now, and again, this goes back to my little theory about speedways and outdoor guys. I mm-hmm. I consider Cade a much better Supercross rider than outdoor rider, and I think he can have a big bounce back weekend and get like an eleven. And out of seven, that's a good amount of points in this class. Yeah, um, I really like Logan Carnell. He missed it, missed the main at um at Atlanta again. Supercross guy at a faster track didn't make it. Now he's now at twelve. I mean, he was 16th at St. Louis. Give me a 16th with a 12. I'll take those points all day. Yeah, so he he tweeted and texted or Instagram that, you know, not a Speedway guy, not a he's, – he's really a pure Supercross guy. Not outdoors and not Supercross Speedways either. Uh, so yeah. I do like that pick out of 12. JT, Carnell, what do you think? Yeah, I like it. I like A-Ray too. I like oh, wow. A-Ray. I like Carnell. I like Cade. Um, I like all the fringe guys this yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get a get a little sandy. Yeah. <laughs> Cross Joan. Yeah, Jawan. Yeah, that's a lot of sin. Okay, but, all right. Yeah, he's in that. He's, he's in, in that. Uh, he's right. in that conversation. He didn't make the night show either. I think he had some bike issues. So, um, Trist, yeah, Tristan Lane. Great. I think you can look at Tristan Lane at a fifteen. I, he's the anomaly in my like speedway theory because I know he's a good outdoor rider too. But yep. he's a fifteen. Yeah, I thought he would make um, it. I thought he'd make it last week. Henry Miller, I believe, is staying in the four fifty class. Um, he's an eleven. He was 17th at Atlanta, so there's that. Um, Starling, I think you can look at again. He, to me, is a pure Supercross guy, not an outdoor guy. He had a little bit of a rougher Atlanta at 15th. That's his worst finish in the last four rounds. But before that, he was 13, 12, 11, and he's a five. Um, so there's some meat on the bone there. And I think Vince Fries at a zero. He was seventh at St. Louis. There's some points possibly there. And even Justin Bogle. Justin Bogle was 21 at, at Atlanta, so his handicap – Went up by two. He's a three, and his three previous finishes prior to that are 10, 8, and 13. I can't recommend. Bogle's on my team. If you want a warm blanket <laughs> of fantasy certainty over you, go with Brandon Hartraft. I've done it like every other week now for, I think, three races in a row. And it is a warm blanket of fantasy security. He is a two. <laughs> um, to go Brandon Hartraft, everybody. Enjoy the, you'll never see him out there on the track. You'll never notice him. But then he'll get you double points. Nice, safe 30-something points. So, um, yeah, I've been going on on the heart raft thing for two or three races now. It's great. Um, I like it. Yeah. Uh, Bogle. Ron, Ron Bell is pickable at a 14. Moran's is pickable at a 9, I think. I even think Freddie's pickable at a 4. He's I can't pick him, but I think he's pickable. Freddie's riding really well right now. Yeah. Um, Starling, yeah, Starling's a good good pick. Right, for sure. Um, start Supercross guy. JT, who do you like? I like Cade. Bounce back. I'm, I'm go- basically going team bounce back. Yeah. Um, Cade had a bad race. I'm going A-Ray. He had a bad race. And I'm going Bogle. He had a bad race. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to uh, play the, the flip side and see if these guys can get some redemption. And then the All-Star, I don't see a reason to uh, to not take Tomac here at a one. Um, you look at how he's riding – so confident. He's done historically well at Foxborough. That type of dirt, it'll break down a little bit. Um, net a one, I don't see him getting worse than second or third. So I think at worst you get 23. Most likely you get 26. Uh, I still like Webb. I can't pick him, but I still like that at a five. All-star. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's red on my screen. So. Yep. yep. So take a look at that. Yeah. Um, also, uh, I, would, I would also take a very hard look at Marv. Yep. Um, I was just going to say He's that. been great at this race specifically. So uh, I just I just like the safety net of Tomac there. Yeah, I like Marv at a three. Paul, you have him too. All-star. Yeah, I have him right now. I mean, I, with, with Chase and Jason both being twos, Tomac being a one, we're winding down a little bit. I wish I could pick Cooper Webb again. That would be my first choice. But I think my second choice is Marvin. I know 10th at Atlanta isn't good, but prior to that, one, three, three. So – I gotta think he'll be top four and get me twenty six. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. There's gonna be some good points. JT, you, you mentioned this. There'll be some good points scored 
Like you're going to get these dudes. Like I, you didn't mention Carnell JT, but you did earlier. Uh, but a yeah. a Ray Carnell Cross Cade Logan. I think I said yeah, and Carnell in Carnell, yep. Carnell could very easily get on my team. Yeah, very easily. Yep. Um, but it, it's getting down to that time in the year where points get, in my opinion, tougher to come by because we have so much data, so we can really narrow down the ranges a little bit. So it's you know if, if it's not a triple crown, it's hard to get that outlier three hundred score just because there's not enough there. Like you need a Henry Miller to just crush it and some really strange results where you just get super lucky. Yep. Uh, it, it's just it's tougher. It's hard to make up gaps. It's hard to find guys because even the most you know uh, outlier pick, we pro- somebody's probably already got that dialed in. Like we've already seen enough to where we know um, it's just harder now. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. 100% lead pipe lock for uh, 450s. I will go Logan Carnell and whatever unique sponsor he has this weekend. I will go Mr. Carnell uh, to be my 100% lead pipe lock. Pulp 22 at checkout to save on casual apparel. And accessories. Did you say you're his only fan? No, definitely not. He's crushing it right now. Uh, are you guys going FFL for 450s? Would you? Who would, would? What would you do? I I don't I don't think I can. I have no idea who would get there first. Really. Yep. I have not been doing the 450s other than Triple Crown, so I'll probably stay away again. Yeah. But if if I did, if I did, I would take a really hard look at Sexton. Okay. Uh, fair enough. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you for playing. Appreciate it. Anything else, gentlemen, on Boston? Clarksboro. I don't think so. Oh, Belichick this weekend? No. Wait. What's what? JT, one at a time. What would you say? Uh, I was just going to say any chance we see Belichick this weekend. There is a parking spot there for him. Okay. I dare you to park in it. I think I think it was in the closed pits last time. So. <laughs> we have a, um, go ahead. Uh, it's, is it Barsha jersey? Who's the jersey? Barsha jersey, yep. yep. It is Barsha. Yeah, yep. here we go. Yep. That's what started us on the whole fitting gear thing oh i forgot about that sorry uh so thank you to uh fly motorsport.com pro taper 100 and of course the guys at yamaha for supporting this game and all of you people for playing it's been a lot of fun we are giving about a 2022 yz 450 away here shortly uh only three rounds to go so um who's leading let's look at the championship well yeah we'll definitely um, uh look into that as danny 142 how much of a lead does he got what's he got He's got thirty-seven, thirty-six, and Shorty Brooks seven twenty has thirty-seven oh eight. So what is that? Twenty-eight point lead? Yeah. Something like that. All right, not bad. Twenty-eight, nice little, nice small gap, but a gap nevertheless. Um, all right, thanks for sponsoring this podcast to those companies. Thank you for playing Pulp Mex Fantasy. Uh, Parabinos, JT, thanks, boys. See ya. See ya.